I don't channel 10 till it's go time. So I'm not going to pretend like I'm something else because I'm going to look even stupider. So what I'm going to do is use one of my strengths. Now, I didn't say this strength was a strength. <laughs> I just get right. Let's get right. Let's get right. Let's get right. Ain't on sight. It's on sight. the other day i was like damn what's indian people don't really marry outside their culture and not being able to handle west indian person is very understandable yeah very understandable yeah especially the older generation like they don't know that they torment people like, they definitely know they don't nah, care. they don't they there's don't a there's a difference bro i think that they think that that's just the way like life is i don't think that they find that it's uh it's it's hard to <laughs> to fucking get on that side and to, to to understand how to handle that side when that side takes a hard fucking left. I disagree. I think they know exactly what they're doing, but they've decided that this is the way I am and this is the way I'm going to be. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Like, they're not dumb. No, they're not dumb. What I'm saying is that I think they know that... I do things a certain way, but I don't think that they think it's a problem. Coming from a West Indian man who's, like, seen that and has, like, grown up with that and has had to, like, break himself out of that habit. Wow. I'm just like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm just like, I know I'm like this, but you should be able to, like, figure this shit out. Like, you know? It's just not that hard. And then I'm just like, nah, man, you're doing the most. Yeah, that's kind of narcissistic. You're like, doing a lot. Yeah, I'm right. Man. There's nothing wrong with this. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a crazy... That's what I'm saying. So. A lot of people live their life like that, though, frankly. You can kind of see it. People just decide, this is the way I'm going to be. 100%. For better or worse. Guy, these people do it in an annoying, petty way, though. I think most people do it in an annoying, petty way. Nah, yeah, you're I know right we're there. Focusing, you're right I know we're you're focusing right on West Indian people, but... We have those outliers in every... Those, those are the most... Uh, ethnicity and age group. Those are the most... That's the most interaction I've ever had. All West Indian. I'm gonna say ninety percent of my of that that topic, I guess of just narcissistic getting over the fact that I'm like this type of thing. Yeah. Has been West Indian interaction. I mean, you are West Indian, so So we I mean, can see how. I would hope that would be your uh Republica Dominicana. Your major your major sense of what's going on here. Yes. That has definitely led me to believe certain things throughout my life that were not true welcome back e double titty back it's e double petro breaking your girl's back <laughs> they call me the chiropractor taking her on dates to the shake motherfucking shack then i take her back to my crib <laughs> we gotta stop talking about other people's girls well then they, they don't should, like it very much then they should talk about them Ooh. Then I wouldn't have to do it. Damn. Are you simping right now? Are you trying to make these girls... Are you trying to make these girls love you by coming at their mans for not appreciating them? They shouldn't love me. That'd be a mistake. Wow. Shout out, Queens. Who are you? I'm confused right now as to what you're trying to do. Well, I'm not R. Kelly. Because okay. <laughs> R. Kelly is going to jail. He looks so bad. They called him. He's looked bad since the trial started. He knew... What the fuck was going to happen? Since the first time he was in the courtroom, I was like, oh, this nigga guilty as hell. Look at his face. Look at the suit he wore today. This is a guilty suit. That prison orange, man, it's not not for anyone, to be honest with you. It's really not for anyone. No. And even if you haven't been there for a while, like, you always look. You always look like you've just been through hell. Yo, like, the cut looks bad. Everything looks bad, man. Like, they reused the uniforms, and the energy from the person who used it last is just oh, taking you. wow. Like, every prisoner that's worn that suit before them, their their guilt and their uh, the weight of their crimes against yes. humanity. Just their stress levels. 
Oof. are embedded into that's that heavy. fucking suit. Wow, that just made me think, like, yo, you get that, those prison oranges, and you put them on, and all of a sudden, you're just like, I don't feel like myself anymore. <laughs> I'm going to jail. I'm in jail now. <laughs> I'm going to jail. Like, you in jail? Like, you remember that MTA bus driver? You're going to jail now. Yeah. Same same energy, except that instead of getting swung on, you put putting put in handcuffs, <laughs> and then being told to live next to men that like to have sex with other men, because there's no women. I was, I was going to say, I don't, I mean, you still, you might be getting swung on, just not at that point in time. Hold on. And, my, and it might not be with a fist. Let's stop this train of thought right now. I put on some random ass baseball game on ESPN to be the background. And we're watching the Dominican Republic versus Chinese Taipei. And the Dominican Republic team has snap snapbacks as hats. This is the worst thing. Who the hell are these guys? It's the C team. This C team. This is like the Z team. They got wife beaters under these uniforms. Yeah, I don't know who allowed that. They got snapbacks instead of fitted caps. This, this guy, this also, just to point out, this guy on the mound is lacking intent on every fucking pitch he throws. That, that's it what doesn't saying. even look like he wants. There's no conviction in his pitching right now. It's kind of I'm, pissing me bro, off. Bro, I'm saying he just, this looks this looks insane. Like, oh, now he's starting to kick it up. That was probably the first pitch i seen where it's like, all right. Got to throw a strike here. I'm in a little bit of trouble. Okay, this dude just threw that fastball 84 miles per hour. These aren't even the C team. These are random Dominican people. They just rounded up for the day. This guy's thrown. He is, he's hit 90 before. Oh, did he? Yeah, he's hit 90 a couple times. I don't know where that 85 came from. Because wow. that didn't look like an off-speed pitch, so I don't know. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. They're all wearing snapbacks. Oh, damn. I gotta, Where were the trials for this? <laughs> we could have been we, on this team. How do we miss this? Yo, imagine we're just Team Dominican Republic. We got to change our last names, though. I want to be Correa. Okay, I'm going to be Evan Costello. Evan Costello? You've given this a fair amount of thought, huh? I just can't no, just came up with that. that don't. Oh, okay. Sadiq Correa? No, I don't think that works. That sounds horrible. I don't think anything goes with Sadiq. I think the problem is. Yeah, it's Sadiq Gonzalez. Sadiq Gonzalez? Gonzalez. That kind of... You have to say it like that. Gonzalez. That sounds... Yeah, uh, yeah that, that goes. I'm Evan Costello and Sadiq Gonzalez. We'll be wow. in the middle infield. That goes. That's crazy. I'm telling you, it sounds good. We'll do it. We'll do a podcast completely in Spanish. One Can time. I do Rodriguez? I like Rodriguez better. Sadiq Rodriguez. It nah. doesn't hit like Gonzalez. It doesn't. doesn't. Fuck. It doesn't. But I think Sadiq I don't. Rodriguez. Nah. Is Gonzalez a Dominican last name though? No, nah, that's like more like Venezuelan or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Whatever. It'll play. It'll play. I don't want... close enough. <sighs> I, look, I'm gonna think of something. Think of a better one by the Sadiq end of this Cruz. Sadiq Cruz. No, All right. Nah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Doesn't sound great. But everything sounds good with Gonzalez. Ooh. What if I cut off the last D, the two E's, and the Q of my name, and I'm just Sid? Sadiq is still my real government name, but Sid I just Cruz? go. Yeah, so like every time you, you sound see. sound like a made up guy. Sid Cruz? Like I think that sounds guys. real. You sound like a I made, think that sounds real. Guy. So whenever they show it on TV or like the lineup cards and everything, it just says Sid. You could be Sid Rodriguez. Ooh, instead of Sid Rodriguez. I, instead of an I, though, it's a Y. That's very demanding. Yes. That's super. They, they, they love. Sid Rodriguez. One of those guys in the Dominican team was named Andretti with yeah. two Ys, I believe. No, no. Two Ts and a Y. Oh, two Ts and a Y. That's what it was. Oh, it's the under 23 World Cup. These dudes look about 40. <laughs> Even so, under so 23. This is what all the Dominicans that don't get signed do. They play on this fucking team. I didn't even know they had some. What is this? I don't know. It's the under 23 World Cup. I'm sorry. Are the United States in this? If I was, I mean, I guess. I, I, oh, yeah, this, they are because this is what Team USA plays in, the collegiate team. And they usually win gold in this shit because our college players are just filthy. Because everyone else's young guys get sent off to pro ball. Right. So they can't participate in this. So we win kind of by default. Because I'll be honest with you. We just have a lot more people that are good. Yeah, that aren't, that, aren't, that aren't professionals. Exactly. Because exactly. under 23 is just college guys. Yeah. But yeah, this uh, I'll imagine, tell you what, man. Imagine like a Pete Alonso, or like a David Price. They, I think they both played in this in this tournament. Well, so. like a, yeah, I'm pretty sure they all did. Like a Sonny Gray just throwing at you. Yeah, because this. Uh, imagine a Garrett Crochet. Oof. Like what the fuck? Yo, this dude is terrible. He is not throwing a strike. Yeah, he just lost it, huh? I'm, I'm, we talked about Chinese Taipei. This guy has lost it. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. We could dead just. We should try out for this team next year. This guy's wearing an Evil Shield sleeve. The, yo, the catcher, the Dominican catcher, is wearing two Nike Elite sleeves, one on each arm. 
I'm giving sorry, me elite. I said Evo Shield. Elite. He's giving me big. Uh, <laughs> he's now he's yelling at him to finish. <laughs> this is giving me big fucking. He's tight. It. You saw that throwback. <laughs> Nigga threw the shit back. Turned around. Gone you. <laughs> Wow, look at that coach. Who is that? He's on a lawn chair. He's on a broken lawn chair. This is made up. This is giving me big Inwood Dykeman. How did you stumble upon this? That's what's... This is ESPN, man. This is ESPN? This is Inwood, 227th Street, 915 on a Sunday, empanada lady in the stands with cheese and chicken ready to go. That's the energy I'm getting from this game. Because that lawn chair is broken, broken. Hey, man, it does the job. That's all you need. He can't sit back and relax anyway, because his guy is off the shitter. So look at this. They got these niggas from the heights and flew them out to fucking wherever this tournament is. Wow, he just he just lost it. He just lost it. He's walked he just walked the run in. Now they're gonna pull him. Wow. I tell you what, we make an all-star from the Parade Ground Summer League next year, and then we go join this tournament. I say we hold our own. We hold our own. I mean, I we don't, don't know, win. I don't, any, I don't know to the under twenty-three bracket, but we'll play in the send send the age players you got, and we'll send ours. That's the that's what we'll play. Send the age players you got bracket. They just can't have uh, played pro ball. That's fine. That's, that's fine. It. Do that, and I think we'll be. I think we'll hold our own. Oh, wow. He looks so nervous. Look yeah, at him. Oh, yeah, yeah. get him out. And that, those hats are atrocious. The yeah, more that's I look bad. at them, the more I hate them. Oh, and he's chubby too? Where were these trials? In front of the chimney store? <laughs> Yo, Evan. It was look at him. The, it was in front of the Kachapa store. <laughs> Understand me? Jesus Christ. Look at him. He's nervous. Oh, shit damn. That's a, big, that's a big motherfucker, though. Yeah. That's why it looked like he didn't care. He just big as hell throwing missiles. Yeah, okay. Well, missiles. he's gone now because he just shit the bed. Missiles at 85. That's where downgrading Let's the see. missiles does he, to. Does he throw things in the dugout? Oh, wow. He's, he's sad. Just, yeah, he's that's the worst. He's sad. Yeah, you saw you saw the, the attitude on field was definitely like, don't fuck with me. And then walking in the dugout, it's like, I fucked up. He needs the hookah. <laughs> Yo, imagine they go down into the tunnel. I would put a lot of money have, to say that there's a hookah in that, in that, oh, in that locker room. They have... They have a bunch of elders downstairs in the batting cage with a TV set up, drinking Brugal on lawn chairs, watching the game. I can believe that. In the tunnel. I can believe that. They go down there to let off some steam, and the fucking, the fucking elders are just like, why are you sucking? You have to win. <laughs> they, just look, they just look at him and shake their head. They give him a cup yeah, with some. I could definitely see that happening. They give him a cup with some Brugal, and then they just turn away, go back to Domino's, mm -hmm. don't even say a word to him. And said, "You can't afford a ticket for the game. That's fine. Come into the dugout." Yo, I get. Yo, honestly, that hurts more than anything. The elders just give you some alcohol and just ignore you. Not even any words of encouragement. They're just like, "Yeah, you fucked it up." <laughs> the worst. All right, but let's circle back to Robert Kelly. Uh, found guilty on charges of racketeering and sex trafficking. His middle name is Sylvester. A joke. Robert Sylvester Kelly. And he was charged with one count of racketeering and eight counts of violating the Mann Act because he was transporting people over state lines for prostitution. Six-week trial in Brooklyn, New York, and the prosecutors accused the singers of using his fame to lure in underage girls. Black community's been saying this for decades. Uh, during the trial... 45 witnesses testified against Kelly, 11 of which were witnesses uh, and sexual abuse survivors. The defense, the defense, the defense, the defense only brought five uh, witnesses out. Five? Five. And who were they? Like his bodyguard and shit? People I that wouldn't say anything yeah, bad yeah, about I, him? I, I don't remember who they were, honestly, but it was just people... And they, they put in the caption, uh, these witnesses, comma, under oath, comma, testified saying they have never seen R. Kelly do any of this stuff. Wow. Yeah. Just, I mean, they nope, could, never I mean, done it. they could say that. A hundred percent. But is it like, true? It's under oath. I mean, 
Let's, nigga, let's just say bad things happen in the basement, right? And you never go in the basement. You didn't see him do it. You might have assumed he was doing it. You may have heard he was doing it, but you didn't see it. So under oath, you're not lying. You know how much, you know why that hurts though. In this case, I believe because I get what you're saying 100. percent But in this case, like, why do you think he was he was uh, convict indicted on every single charge? Well, th- because there was an I'm not overwhelming saying, amount of evidence. I, look, I've been on the put R. Kelly in jail train for a while, and I don't want another black man in jail as much as just he's diabolical. He's a villain. Think about it. Saving R. Kelly came out in 2019, right? That was like a year's series of just all his tragedies and and crimes against humanity. People have been saying there was a concert in Africa where R. Kelly was literally singing at the end of his concert. It might not have been Africa. It was somewhere overseas. I think it was Europe. He was like, who wants to come back to America with Robert? He was like... Do you have your shots? Do you have your passport? And his team was bringing girls over the fucking fences. There are Reddit, uh, what are they? Reddit what? Reddit threads and testimonials of people being like, and interviews of people that are like, yeah, my daughter went to an R. Kelly concert and now she says she lives with Robert Kelly. And she doesn't, she can't text me certain times of the day because they don't allow her phone access. There's been interviews like that? Or Reddit yeah, threads, rather? There's been threads, interviews, articles. Like, he is a villain. He was kidnapping women and giving them concoctions with drugs in it. This just made them, uh, what is it? Made them woozy and just discombobulated so they don't even have the energy to do anything. He would take away their phones. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is literally your God. He feeds you. He takes care of you. He's the only one you're really seeing, besides the other girls, maybe. He's a villain. Oh, yeah, that's bad. You know what they said he did? He would have he would have a room in his house where there was just one, there would be a different girl in there, and he would just come in, and like that was like the sex room. It was like, if you're in this room. That was the smush room? When he comes in, he's ready to fuck. And apparently he had like a thing where uh, he had a boxing ring made where after the match, like a girl would pop up to, to service him. Ooh, and my favorite one. What the fuck? My favorite one, which not saying I enjoyed it as much as it just made me laugh. So apparently he would have these women that he kidnapped or had under the influence watch the basketball games that he and his homies would play. Right? And R. Kelly being R. Kelly, these weren't real basketball games where people were like playing hard. It was like, let R. Kelly be the star and feel good about himself. Because the nigga crazy. <laughs> like, nigga will have his bodyguards beat niggas up and shit. So, he would have the girls come to the games and cheer on, cheer him on. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of tight. The jury took almost a full day to indict him. Give me 20 minutes. Give me 20 minutes for dramatic effect. <laughs> Put him away, boys. Honestly, they're going to hand me the card and be like, you can deliver it. We've already made a decision. Take him. <laughs> take take him away. Yo, I'm just like, I believe every one of those stories. I could definitely. Yeah, bro. Who Like, we don't even, like, there's evidence of everything he did. And then there's also a shit ton of, like, unknown stuff. Like, niggas have no idea what he did, what he was capable of. Like, your daughter went to an R. Kelly concert? Like, as her father. That's what you're telling people? My daughter went to an R. Kelly concert, and now she's with R. Kelly. And you hear all this shit, I'm busting the fucking door open. That's what I said. I was like, yo, like, I understand that some people don't know what to do, and there's a way to do things. I'm just saying, bro, if I heard R. Kelly took my daughter, bro, I'm shooting it up. I'm going to have to go down on Blaze of Glory. You're not finna just take my daughter, and I'm about to be like, please help, and they're not helping. Yeah, I'm what? Gonna go full, I'm going to go full Liam Neeson. Like at that point I've already made I've already made the the conscious decision to do things that are probably illegal to obtain definitely my daughter again. Definitely legal. It's my daughter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've made that decision already. So yeah. it's like one, I don't know what you're thinking. Maybe you're just pussy or maybe you don't want to go to jail or maybe you don't love your daughter that much. I don't know. It could be all three. It could be all three. But I'm just saying 
you're not gonna have an artist just pull up like that and act like, oh, oh I thought this was Robert Chirinos for a second. <laughs> no, this is a catcher with the two elite sleeves. But yeah, I he, he swings like Robert Chirinos. Yeah, he does. Um, but yeah, nah, he's crazy for that. R. Kelly, not the dad. No, no, no. I, both of them. Yeah, are crazy. But both, the dad actually. for literally going on news and telling people like, I'm incapable of protecting my daughter. And of getting her back, and I'm gonna tell you about it, and the police won't help me. Like at that point, it would have been like, father goes to Chicago in search of R. Kelly, shoots down five people that say they know him, and then it's like, why? It's because he says he R. Kelly took his daughter. Like, there's no, there's no way, there's no way I'm going out like that. No way. Life's nah. That's crazy. Like the rage that would be in my body, I wouldn't be able to do anything else until I figure that out. Yeah, so. Good for him. Yo, listen to this, though. He still has more charges against him. Does he? He has federal charges of child pornography and state charges in. He has charges, federal charges of child porn in Chicago and state charges in Illinois and Minnesota. So he's got to, like, go to those states to be charged or, like. No. Or, like, for trial or what? I mean, he, he can't be charged in those states, too, if they want to. Just depends what it because he has sent his sentencing is set for next May, right? So he's going to be in jail for a year before he gets sentenced. So they could pile on more charges against him. But like, so wait, they did did they did they just not indict him on these or did they not? No, charge no he's him indicted. With these? He's charged, but you don't. He's not getting sentenced for a year, and he has other charges. So technically, if like I don't know, that they bull- have not indicted. Let's him just for, say some saying. bullshit happens or. Let's say R. Kelly's team finds the witnesses to be invalid or whatever in the time in the next year, then this, they can use those other charges to continually charge him. You know what I'm saying? Like he has to be oh, charged. To be continuously charge him. Yeah. Oh. Like they oh. can keep. They can be like, okay, well, you beat that charge, beat this charge now, and then beat this charge, and then beat this charge, and then beat this charge. So he's either going to go broke and run out of money to protect himself with these lawyers, <laughs> or. He's going to jail. So he, he's fucked. Okay. He's he's, fucked. He, he's not getting out of jail is what I'm getting from he's, this. Either way, his life is going to be in shambles. Like, it's going to be hard for him to come back from this. As it should be. Okay. As it should be. It should be impossible for him to come back from this. Like, impossible. I mean, no. it should be. But, like, Bill Cosby's out of jail, right? Yeah, that was crazy. Right? But, but I'm, just, I'm just saying. They didn't have evidence on bill cosby like they have evidence on r kelly mind, true. mind you they, true. they had a lot of evidence on bill cosby true they had a lot of testimonies from people talking about how evil that man was but they have a then that should tell you no, i'm saying like, kelly oh, oh well okay, bill yeah. cosby shit like I, I i believe cosby did some of that shit but it's like you charging this man for shit he did 50 years ago or 40 years ago or 30 years ago like i'm not saying they shouldn't i'm just saying like those testimonies are, are kind of you know 20 little, years little, ago little yeah it's gonna be tough. That's how he got out of jail, though. All right. Well, that's all we have about R. Kelly. That's all I really want to talk about, R. Kelly. Yeah, Send that uh, man to jail, and then hell. The official ETC stance on R. Kelly is that man should be in jail forever. Anyone associated that helped him or knew of the things he did should also go to jail forever. Agreed. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Time out. Look up this cat is, bro. Tell me you just want to pick that up with your hand and just launch it. No. Okay, that's what I want to do. No. Cats don't excite me. The Eagles. And yeah, buddy. <laughs> and it's Monday night, and it's Eagles-Cowboys tonight. And I don't think that the game is going to interlap on this podcast, but there will be another podcast recorded today where, hey. where I will be watching the game. And let Hello. me tell you guys something. Get all the bird to hurt strain. All aboard the hurt strain, sorry. Okay. Jalen has decided to put us, and by us, I mean Eagles fans, on his back. And Devontae Smith has decided to be the fastest man alive. <laughs> so although our tackle that we just gave $70 million, Jordan Mailata, is inactive tonight, as well as Rodney McLeod, one of our best safeties, I don't think it's going to matter because I think Jalen Hurts is going to take Dak Prescott and Jerry Jones and put them in a headlock, and knee them, into, knee them in the nose. 
Is that what you think is going to happen tonight? That's exactly what I think is going to happen. Now, now, are we speaking from a, a, a cloud of rational thought? Because don't get me wrong, some of those points might have been valid. Somewhat, maybe. But is that what's going to happen? Jerry Jones is going to be in a headlock at the end of the night with his nose broken, bloodied. Can you, can you imagine? Jerry Jones is like 75. That man might just crumple. I think the only team who could do that would be like... Actually, I think Philly would be one of those teams. And like Oakland. What? Would just pull up on Jerry Jones. Wow. Through the wickets, huh? Oh, Eagle fans, definitely. Eagle fans don't give a damn. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking fan base here, not oh, like yeah, organization. I was, at, I was at the parade, and I was just like, like I almost got into a fight with another Eagle fan. <laughs> An Eagle fan got into a fight with another yeah, Eagle fan? Yeah, he was like, tell, he's like you got to say excuse me. I'm like, dog, there's a thousand million of us bumping into each other. Relax. Was he larger than you? No, but he was in boots. I was in sneakers. And it was cold? Icy? Yeah, it was break. It was like February in Philly. Oh, nice. Why were you I just s- kept going. Why were you in sneakers? Because I wanted to be comfortable. I made the trip to Philly alone. I had someone else supposed to go with me, but he flaked at the last minute. Hate to hear it. Hate to hear it. Expected, though. Either way, I was gone. I was like, I'm not missing the Super Bowl parade. Because, I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like... I'm old enough to drive my car by myself to another state. I think I'll just do it. So you were there like the whole day solo? Yeah, just chilling. Drove in the morning. Was there for most of the day. Got some food. Came home. What'd you, what'd you do there? Day. What'd you do there? Went to the parade and drank and smoked with my fellow Eagles fans. That's it. That's why I have that picture where it's me and like four white girls dressed as birds. It's on my Instagram. Uh, I feel like I don't remember that picture. It sounds crazy, though. Go on my Instagram, then. Not, even, not in a good way. It just sounds crazy. You got four Philly Eagles fans dressed as birds. Women. I yeah. should mention. Let's see, because sometimes I, I delete a lot of stuff on my Instagram very spontaneously. Well, I delete it. Ago. Just archive it. I, Sadiq, you know my propensity for technology. Sometimes things like that don't work out. I'm saying you archive it. Didn't doesn't go anywhere. I don't know why Sadiq keeps saying this, as if... Just I can go back and change time. Oh, that picture. Oh, my God. They're dressed as birds. I never <laughs> noticed that. I thought those were hoods. Wow. They're dressed as fucking birds. Yeah. Fucking birds, yo. Yeah, man. Oh, Philly, I'll tell you what, man. If I had to live somewhere else in the in the short to immediate future, which is three to five years from now, it would definitely be Philly. I fuck with Philly heavy. Is it not just because you're an Eagles fan? Nah, it's just, it's a big-ass college town. Everyone's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to think about it. There's so many colleges in that small amount of town. You're either going to have, like, older people, right? When I know this is going to sound general, because it's like, oh, it's older and younger people. But you're either going to have older couples or that don't have kids, or you're going to have, what is it? You're going to have... Like, I don't know. I guess you'd call them hipsters. I don't know if I'd call them hipsters. But those kind of white people, you know, that are a little out there. Those people. And then college kids. So it's it's a nice environment because I think it's just because there's not that many kids in Philly. Like, I see kids in Philly. But I never see, see like, an abundance of children. Because it just seems like you're either in college or you're an older couple that lives in Philly because... Your kids went off to school, you know, because in Pennsylvania, once you have kids or you start a family, you move into the country a little bit. Yeah. And the Philly's just concentrated. So it's just the best version of a bunch of dirtbags. <laughs> it's sick. It's like if the Lower East Side and the West Village just became a whole city where you got that nice mix. Of just concentration? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I'm a big fan of Philly. The streets are interesting. There's no parking, though. So it's regular for you then? Uh, yeah, I was going to say. it's not. That's not a hurdle I've never hurdled before. But yeah. <laughs> I've hurdled that hurdle. Yeah. Plus, apartments are not that expensive there. Yeah, I was going to ask what the uh, cost of living is like in Philly. I don't know what it's... I feel like it'd be pretty similar to New York. No, nah, it's much less. Much less? Much less. I'd say if... I'd say... I've never been in Philly and paid for shit and been like, I just pay a lot of money. Like, I've gone out to eat... I've gone to museums, I've gone to the zoo, never spent that much money. It's always every time I get the bill, I'm like mildly surprised. 
Like, what is it? I went to Philly and I went to a bar. I had like three beers, a mixed drink, and then I paid for someone else's drink. Right? How much money do you think I spent? 70 bucks. Like 45, 50 max plus tip. Huh. Like, beers on game day are like three or five dollars. Oh, I love that. You know love what I'm that. saying? But like, I mean, then again, in Philly. You don't really have to like. <laughs> there's no need to mark up because you know, wow, you know that there's gonna be an abundance of customers. Yo, on Sundays, on Eagle Sundays, yeah, like on what game the day, fuck? On game day Sundays, home day Sundays. Public, oh no, on all game days. Oh, okay, all Eagle game days. Uh, public transportation is free. <laughs> Seems fun. All public transportation is free for the day. And you can what? Drink, and you can drink on the public transportation. What? I'm, I'm telling Open you. Container. I Bottle was, of Jack. I was on whatever Philly considers their MTA. Whatever, yeah, whatever they consider their MTA. I was on there with a beer. Everybody else was on there with a beer. Everybody was wearing Eagles gear. Going to the next bar. Literally decided where I was going next by going to the person next to me. Where are you guys gonna go drink right now? While I'm watching the game. They're like, oh, we're going here. I was like, I think I'm gonna follow you then, bro. He was like, say less. Ended up being like 30 of us. Nice. It's, I'm telling you, it's literally like college the whole time. Wow. It's crazy. It sounds like nice people too. Yeah. Like, I feel like Eagles fans, well, I mean, I guess all fans get along, but. Philly fans are usually pretty friendly. I'll say that. It's just when we're belligerently drunk or circumstances get a little hairy that we lose our shit. Like on the field. Correct. Okay. Correct. If the product on the field is lacking, we will be angry. <laughs> Oh, here's another thing, too. The Eagles Stadium. Eagles Stadium. I said Eagles. Eagles, <laughs> Phillies, and whatever their hockey team is named. The Flyers. All their Philadelphia Flyers. All of their stadiums are on the same lot. The same lot. Correct. So, in the same... The, that concentration of town has those three games going on. Oh, so this is not just Eagles fans. These are Philly sports fans. Yeah, but when I've gone, it hasn't been like a game day for anyone else. But yeah, it's a oh, I, it's well, a, you know, I was thinking like intersecting seasons, like when like two or two or three like games. Now? I don't. Th- yeah, I think the Phillies are at home Sunday, and so the Eagles. Mm, no, the Eagles are in Dallas. Yeah, once hockey season. I don't know. That's it's, crazy. It's just like to me, it's always happening. Yeah, yeah, type shit. Whenever I hear like a hockey thing happened, I'm like, oh, it's good for them. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't even know. How many games do hockey players play? Know. I don't know. This is it. These are all very interesting questions that you know I don't I, know the answer to. Nor do I care to get the answer. I, I kind of do. Yeah. I, you never you never just feel like sports is just something you should know about regardless. Not hockey. Like you should. No, I'm talking about sports. You should just always have like an inkling of like knowledge. No. No? I feel like that. I don't know why. No. But yeah, I know nothing about hockey. But yes, that would be kind of, that. that's sick. Two games going on at the same time. You got intersecting fan bases. And like forget the lot that all three stadiums are all uh are the two stadiums that are active are on mm-hmm. the whole motherfucking town is on fire all bars packed both games streaming like what i'm still befuddled at the fact that philly is just like yeah public transportation is free on game day yeah drink and and revel i'm telling you it's game day i'm telling you it's just like a college town you know what it reminds you of fucking uh uh friday night lights does that happen on Friday night? It doesn't, but I feel like it, it, would, it would be. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but that's high school. Obviously, this is professional, but it's almost like the same shit. Yeah. It's like nothing matters. To, it's Sunday <laughs> game day. What else could you have to fucking worry about? That is a fact. Like, I can see why there's not an abundance of children. So, hockey season is is October to April. 82-game season, so very similar to basketball and the fact that it's in the winter months and then it's 82 games. Anything else you'd like to know? Didn't really want to know those things. Thank you, though. October to April is weird. Yeah. I would very much like to have a hockey person on here and just talk about hockey. Absolutely. I would love that because I just don't know anything about it, so I think I'd just be entertained. I'm more of like... I'm learning the whole time. I'm more of like... Tell me the strategies. You know, like I get that you're supposed to go from one side to the other, get the puck in the opposition's goal. That's okay. 
that's obviously given. But, like, how are you guys, like, formulating? Like, are you guys on the field, like, we're going to go with the 4-3 package tonight. Uh, Strasburg, if you're not open, we're going to funnel it over to, to Stockton. And then, you know, we're going to kick in that uh, that button hook grapefruit, uh, grapefruit package and then just hit him with the slide, slide, turbo. Like, what's going on? I, I, Sadiq, what did you just say? What's going on? I, I'm just saying I don't know how to, how to strategize in hockey. I think it's just like... Well, that's the problem, Evan. You don't someone. play hockey and you hit think. Someone. So. That's all I think about. When I think of hockey, I'm just like, can you skate and can you fight? If so, we can teach you to rest. Yes. Teach like, me the rest. Because people squaring up on skates is crazy. Can you me. skate? Ice skate? Yeah. No, not in the slightest. Okay. <laughs> me either. Not in the For slightest. For shit. Not in the slightest. I, I tried don't... twice, kept falling, hurting myself. Then I fall one time really hard, and I dead ass just like slowly got my way out of the rink, took them off, and looked at them and said, ain't never going to do this again. <laughs> can you roller skate? Yeah, I can roller skate. Not well, but I can do it. I can, I can make it around. Okay. Okay, yeah. I can ice skate, and I can, yes, barely roller skate. I don't understand how they stay balanced. I have no idea. I've, I talk about all this balance coaching, and I'm like, dude, you can't even ice skate. Dog, that's just not what my body was meant for, and I'm comfortable with that. You know what it is? I think I just have, like, weak ankles or something. Because everything else is straight. It's just my ankles can't stay steady. I do have a tendency to roll my ankles. You think that's the West Indian thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have that tendency, so. I almost missed a game in college because of that. That's crazy. I was playing ball and I rolled my ankle mad bad on a Friday. <laughs> Niggas was hooping, bro. Hooping, hooping. I was going to leave That's too crazy. before that game. But then all the dudes that we used to ball with like that came through. Pulled up. And it was like nine on this Friday. And I'm like, damn, we about to get some good runs in. And my coach passed the gym uh, right before he left because his office, he always just was walked. This John? No, nah, this was Lamar. Oh. He always just walked around the gym, like the facility to just see who was getting working. And he would always see me in the gym or like playing ball. So like he grew some, he got some respect for me because like, I was always working. Anyway, he passed and he stuck his head in and he was like, you know, we have games tomorrow. And I was like, I'm just, I said, like, oh, this is like my last run. And he was like, all right, make sure you're good for tomorrow. Just leaves, right? Him and all the other coaches, because they were like a gang. Yeah. Like all five of them at all time, or four of them. Anyway, fucking, after that game, I played another one. Bro, came down wrong with someone's fucking foot, bro. Fucked my ankle up, bro. Rolled that shit bad. I remember I was fucking limping. Right away, I was like, oh, this is bad. Right? So I just dipped out after that. Right? Because I was like, fuck. Nigga, I get to the room and tie my shoe. Shit is ballooning already. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Nigga took a shower, bro. I get back to the crib, bro. I get out of the shower. I get to the room, bro. My shit is, uh, is fucking swollen as fuck. It hurts to put pressure on Did me. you play, Evan? Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't pussy. It wasn't hard either, honestly. Would you just tape that bitch up? So what I did was I elevated. Like, I took ibuprofen that night, elevated it, and then it still hurt like shit in the morning. So I had an ankle brace already from when I rolled my ankle before. So I doubled socks up. I doubled my so I taped it. Then I double socked it. Then I taped it again. Then I put the ankle brace on mad tight. Like mad tight. Like You're a fucking jabroni. Like, <laughs> to the point where I think my foot was losing like uh, circulation. Anyway, did that shit. Put my turfs on. Went to the bus. Walking normal. He saw me. He's like, you had a good night? I said, like, great night, coach. My meanwhile, my ankle's killing me. It was taking ibuprofen like two an hour at this point. That's crazy. The whole day. That's a be. Bro, I get back from the game. I finally take that shit off, bro. My foot looks nasty. Looks like there wasn't blood getting there. It looked bad, bro. Shit. Yo, I took that brace off, bro. Pain. Just pain. Pain. Had to do that shit again Sunday. Monday, nigga. Oh, my God. I was in the fucking trainer's office. Like, help. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's yeah. how I, that's dead how I lost six weeks of one of my summer seasons. Bro, Fo- came down wrong on somebody on somebody's foot while hooping, and it was just like wheelchair. Bro, after that, the only way I played ball at Mount was uh, double double socks, uh, high tops, and ankle brace, and only sparingly. Why did you keep playing? I would have stopped because my roommate played all the time, and then I knew the people balling. It was fun. Look, after that, I didn't hoop the rest of the semester, just to let you know, until the season was over. Because after that, it was like, yeah, it's mid, it's, it was like late April, and we were like getting like close to the end of the season. I was like, all right, I got to stop fucking around here. 
No, nigga. I said, I said, fucking eighth grade year. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, you're done. You're done for the yeah, rest. All your hoop yo, for the rest of your life. You not. You not telling me. We played ball. Was it last summer we played ball at that random park in Queens? It was like Long me, Island. you, it was on Island, whatever. And I was just in a panic. All right. I'm playing. You, play, you played basketball like someone that hurt themselves badly. Yes. You get the ball, and it's either you run really straight, and as soon as you see contact, you panic, or you get the ball and you just throw it to someone else. It was hilarious. Yes. Nothing more funny, though, than seeing you just pull up from wherever you were. <laughs> that was the funniest shit. I was like, this nigga about to just shoot this. <laughs> so I'm not going to pretend like I'm something else because I'm going to look even stupider. So what I'm going to do is use one of my strengths. Now, I didn't say this strength was a strength. <laughs> I just said that it wasn't a weakness. That's a quotable. I didn't say this strength was a strength. It's just not a weakness. So. All right? <laughs> and listen, if my hands are right... I could put it in the bucket, man. I didn't do it that game. But I'm telling you, if my hand is hot, it's going in. No matter what it looks like, it's going in. I hope your kids get to see you play basketball. No, they will never. They'll change their opinion. I need somebody to teach them, though, because they cannot be as bad as me. I will not allow it. (laughs) Just don't show them you playing. Like They're like, Dad, shoot. You're like, oh, you won't get these bad habits. Just watch somebody else. (laughs) Facts. Watch somebody else. Don't even let this Come play ball with us, Dad. Nah, I can't. Can't. It's gonna be hard for somebody else to teach you, and they gotta break out of you, break you out of all those horrible things. The terrible habits. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing that. Well, at some point in this conversation, I did say I wanted to talk about the New York Giants in their season. We're not gonna talk about the Jets because, let's just face it, if you're a Jets fan right now, what I'm about to say is not gonna anger you because you know everything I'm about to say in the next 15 seconds is the absolute truth. You are a disheveled and tormented franchise and you will be for the foreseeable future so you guys starting 0-3 getting shut out last week and your rookie quarterback leading all I think rookie or maybe all quarterbacks in the league in interceptions I mean duh <laughs> of things now is that when have things ever gone right for the Jets is that a Jets thing? I'm talking specifically Zach Wilson here. Is that a Jets, Jets thing or is that a Zach Wilson thing? thing. Okay. Sam Darnold left the, left the Jets. Oh, yeah. 3-0 and with the Carolina motherfucking Panthers, man. Balling. Yo, he's going crazy. Balling. And he beat up on the Jets his second win of the season. Yes. Wow, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a Jets. Bro, it's a curse. Think about it. They signed that linebacker from the Ravens, right? Man's had a Pro Bowl year. Dominant. Leader of one of the best defenses in the, in the, in the nation, right? What happened to him as soon as he signed that Jets contract? I don't know what happened to him. Torn ACL off of the year. Jeez. That was in the preseason? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Never touched the field. Whole offseason. Great move by the Jets. Really making a move in Darnold's third year. They're going to turn it around. They're going to be a little bit better this year. Got worse. Almost almost got the first pick, but they won a game like a bunch of mamaws. Yeah, that's bad. All right, but enough of the Jets. Look, I was about to say because enough look, of the Jets because that is their problem. We at no point are we going to delve into that, man. No. Like Jets fans, your lives are hard, and someone should have told you. Like my dad, I'm ninety percent sure the reason my dad doesn't give a fuck about NFL football is for the sole fact that my grandfather was a Jets fan. Oh really? Yeah. So I guess he passed that down to my dad, and my dad was just like, "I'm not dealing with this. This is for the birds." Yeah. <laughs> I'm not dealing with like, this bro, shit. Like, bro, you asked that man about college football. He's all about it. NFL football, yeah. And I, I just it had to be the Jets. The Jets ruined NFL for him. Wow. Just think about wow. it, bro. Every time, every season starts, and it's just like pain. Yeah, I don't even. Oh shit! What's I mean? The the Jets are the Jets. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Giants are obviously. Clearly, you've been jetsing it up lately. Yes, not much better, Last but at least years. it's like we have a good receiving core, running backs, generational talent, quarterbacks, not bad. He's just a fucking jabroni. Like there are parts of it that are just obscenely not bad, or blatantly not bad, rather. And for the Jets, it's just like you got no names, and it's also a little like. It's also a little cringy watching you guys play. It's it's embarrassing. That's what it is. Yeah. It just makes because like if you think about it, their their jerseys are kind of cool. 
The color scheme's cool. I like Zach Wilson's uh, uh, uniform setup in the green. Yes. Big fan. Right? The name is cool. Yes. And everything else, shitty. The whole NFL. Yeah, Adam Gase isn't a good coach. Jets. No, we think he's going to turn the offense around. Jets proceed to have the worst offense for three years. And it's so sad because when I hear them and their hopes and dreams and them telling me the team's going to be better, it's like looking at a looking at a p- dirty puppy <laughs> that's on the street. A dirty puppy. Yeah, it's just sad. You're just looking at it and you're just like, man, someone needs to clean this puppy. But this puppy doesn't even know he's dirty. It's also not my puppy. It's also not my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, looking at them, it's like, someone should tell you you're wrong. But it's not my job to make you face reality. I want you to be as happy as you can because as soon as the season starts, you're going to be in pain. Yeah. In pain. Oh, God. Just like the Giants are. Uh, I think more than anything, obviously, not getting the offense rolling was big. Um, so that's an understatement. But Yo, it's, it's an obvious statement. That's why I just didn't put much into it. I'm sorry. It's just um, it's frustrating to me. We had a lot of penalties last week. I think we had, if I remember correctly, seven or eight penalties for like 90 yards or something like that. Which is not good in no, any case. right? Good. Especially when you don't have an offense that's going. Now you're just you're just making it worse. I don't know, man. We're just not hitting. We're just not hitting on all cylinders. I don't think you're hitting on any. So for a game that Blake Martinez goes out, right, and our defense already kind of sputtering. Yeah, your best linebacker's gone. Right. Well, we got Jab- uh, no Jabril's a safety and buddy. Um. But yeah, for Blake Martinez going out, and I get it. It's the Falcons. Like losing seventeen fourteen is not the worst thing that could happen. You know. It is against the Falcons. I, I, put that, I put that out there. I said that. That disclaimer <laughs> was there. Right, don't get touchy. Don't I'm get just touchy. saying. Don't get I'm touchy. I'm just saying that the right. fucking. You choose, you choose consciously to root for this team. What's going to get them started? Me, a quarterback. The Giants? They need you. Is that is that Sadiq Ali or is that Sid Rodriguez? Sid Rodriguez. Okay. I think Sid's got what it takes. I think he does too. Sadiq Ali definitely don't. Sadiq Ali can make a nice little run for it. Yeah. I think I think a Rodriguez, <laughs> a Sadiq Ali, uh, little QB1 competition would be nice for the Giants. Yeah, well, I think he's going to win because Sid Rodriguez sounds like he's at least six foot, and Sadiq Ali, as currently constructed, won't be able to see over his linebackers. So you'll, by, de- not by necessity, you'll have to catch the ball and run to the side of them to see your We're just going to do a lot of bootlegs, man. <laughs> We're going to do a lot of bootlegs, a lot of beads. Where I just pull. You're not going to be able to make the reads because you can't see. I'm going to make a read. Like, you're going to have to come out with special platform cleats for you so you can see above your linebackers. Kyler Murray's like 5'10 and a I'm half. I'm just going to play shotgun the, the whole time. Power. I'm just going to play shotgun the whole time. Okay. But this is like okay. a, this is like a uh, what do you call it, like a modified shotgun where I'm like 20 yards behind. <laughs> I was going to say, the linebacker doesn't doesn't uh, hike it to you. He turns around and throws it to yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no. This is me 20 yards back. Okay. So every play's got to be constructed so we can at least gain like 15 yards every play. <laughs> They're only gaining 15 from like yards me. because you're running straight up. Yes. <laughs> yes, it has to be const- it's a minimum of 15 yards gain on each play. Oh my god. Bro, what are you guys going to do about that O-line, huh? Cuz right now it's been nothing. That's the it's answer. It's been a little better than last year. See, but this is my thing. Every year it's like we got a little better. We got a little better. We also well, had our- we went from 30 to 27, right? Because you had the worst line in the in the NFL last year by many rankings. If you got a little better and now you're 27th, that's not fucking good enough. We you also spent a first-round pick on a receiver when you already had a shit ton of receivers. It's just like, why didn't you go get you a lineman? Or why didn't you trade that pick to get, like, two seconds and get two linemen? Like, what the fuck are, we, are you doing? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. We also had a uh, one of our vet veteran guards go down first week of the season. Oh, who is that? Soldier? Uh, yeah. This is my thing, bro. Like, I just... And I didn't... I Why did I not know? Oh, I did know that. He just hasn't played. You know what I think? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You guys have, like, seven receivers. You don't need that many. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you were going to sign John Ross, why draft Kadarius Tony? 
know what I'm saying? Gettleman wanted to load up the receiving core so he could just keep rotating them out so he wouldn't have to worry about the offensive line because the receivers were just getting out there fast enough. And we're just going to do a lot of quick slants. See, now this is something that I learned today listening to the PFF podcast, who I think are the older, less attractive, white, losing hair versions of us. Okay. In terms of candor only, not in appearance, is what I'm really trying to say. However, I do appreciate the knowledge that they give us about football. But that's besides the point. However, they said this today. They said the thing about having receivers when you don't have an O-line is this. When you get good receivers, they're good receivers because they catch the ball and they get separation. But if you're getting murdered every three seconds, there's no time for you to get said separation. And if you have to get the ball to these receivers right away, you not only limit their effectiveness... But you also very much increase the likelihood of interceptions and pass block pass uh, being broken up for the fact that no one's gotten any separation yet. So yeah. every throw you make has got to be perfect. Yeah, it's got to be. And your receiver is either going to be blanketed or he's going to get crushed because as soon as he takes that slant, the safety is going to come down and turn him into munch lunch meat and just murder him. Correct. So. The whole we have receivers doesn't mean shit if you can't hold off a four or five man rush for more than three seconds. That's basically what's happening to the Miami Dolphins. And why Tua keeps getting hurt, keeps being ineffective, has to keep getting the ball out so fast. They're not giving that boy a shot in hell to be an NFL quarterback. They are murdering him. They got to figure it out on the defensive side, except for last week with the Bills. Right? They got to figure it out over there. But that offense, man. It's uh, it's rough. Are we talking Giants offense or the Miami no, Dolphins, Dolphins offense? Oh, okay. The Giants offense is not bad. It's just you have no O-line, so Daniel Jones is running for his life, and whenever he gets time, he's actually pretty decent. And apparently he's one of, the, the one of if not the best running quarterback in the NFL. So, well, in terms of what? Like yards running, per? running, bro. He gets mad yards. I was, so yards is what we're talking about. Yards, yards after like he he. If ran, we're talking runners, I'm he, I'm not going. Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones ran over a D tackle last week. Well, you know what it is. I think that Daniel Jones is not getting time to like, uh, like mesh in. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, you want him to come in and you know, you know, mix in with everything and and get up to game speed. But at the same time, like this kid just came out. Like, you just drafted him two years ago, three years ago, right? He hasn't had a season where it's, like, only his problem, you know? Like, there's been a glaring offensive line problem, which is directly affecting him. Correct. So you can't even act at, you know, can't even ask him to be better because it's like I don't have a chance to because I have to fit in, read coverages, call audibles, and on top of that, take 1.8 seconds to not only – discover who I think I should pass to do, but then make a perfect pass. Right? So it's like, I mean, and that's like Tom Brady numbers. You know, like Tom Brady is like releasing the ball within like a 1.6 seconds. You know? See, the thing about Brady is... And Tom Brady's gotten faster with his release every yes. year. So it's like... Working with Tom House. Yeah, so it's like you can't... He hasn't had a year where he could really just kind of... Get make better. it a his problem and just only focus on a his problem type thing. And don't get me wrong, not every time that that happens that there's, you know, a chance for a quarterback or a new player, new, uh, a new lead player to just take time and, and, and adjust. But, like, now it's almost like he has to put his shit aside to kind of just make survive. up for everything else. Survive. He's literally trying to survive. Yeah, so I, that's why people are just like, oh, Danny, like, you know, he's not your quarterback of the future. Like, he's not that good. And it's like, how do you even know? Because he hasn't even been allowed the chance to, like, play. But that's but that's what I'm saying. Feel me? Like, They're not giving him. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you exactly what the New York media is going to do and what the Giants front office is going to do. At some point in the season, you guys are going to show some life or you're going to go on a little streak at some point because inevitably some things will start falling your way, right? And the Giants owner is going to say, you know what? There was some progress this year. The GM is going to go to him and say, look, once I get us an O-line, we're back in the playoffs. That's it, baby. They're going to give Gettleman like one more year or some shit like that, right? 
even though he should be out because he's honestly he has to be one of the worst GMs I've ever seen operate. Like that Odell trade, you got Jabril Peppers, who's a cornerback that's not really a cornerback. He's a safety, and he's decent there, but he's not great. You gave up. You got a line a lineman that you, who was it? Didn't you get Nate Soldier from the Browns? What no. did you guys get from the Browns no. for OBJ? Nate Soldier. I don't give a damn. He is no soldier. He is no soldier. Because you traded a top five receiver in the game. Let's see. Let's read it. So the Browns sent a first. Zimenez, that's who it was. A first, a third, and pep and Jabril Peppers. And the Giants took Dexter Lawrence and O'Shane Zimenez. 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 Okay. Dexter Lawrence is pretty good. Yes. Yes. Okay. Jabril Peppers is okay. And I don't know who O'Shane is, but I'm going to assume he's O'Shane not- Zimenez. Well, he's been with us for four years now. I think he's played maybe like. Two full seasons? I was going to say, I've never heard his name in a uh, Giants-Eagles matchup, so I'm going to assume he's mid, right? That's just my assumption. He has played. I mean, when he has played, either way, he's definitely somewhat impactive, but it's just like you can't just come back for an injury play when you're be somewhat impactive and then be like, oh, yeah, you're you're the the guy we want. Like, no, give me like two, three years of consistent play. Correct. So I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, Odell was hurt last year, but for a top five – wide receiver that's a shitty ass deal and some people might say but evan that sounds like pretty good to me i'm gonna bring you to the deandre hopkins trade and you can see what the texans got for him (laughs) that was bad well i'm not gonna lie to you the houston texans were run by bill o'brien so this was a stupid ass trade too but anyway they traded away deandre hopkins for a running back david johnson who always hurt and a second round pick so I gotta find a better example because that is shitty. That's bad. Yeah. So let's see. What other big receiver has been traded lately? Can we think of any? DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Kenny Galladay. Uh, he was a free agent. Yeah. Um, big receivers traded. I feel like there's been a couple. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why I can't. Julio Jones. Julio Jones. That's who. It was two. It was Devonte. It was Devonte Freeman. It was uh. Not Devonte Adams. What's his fucking name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. I no, know who you're talking I, I, about. I know. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones. Oh, for Jones? But Jones has been hurt, and he's worth a lot. He's paying paid a lot. They only sent a second and a fourth. Oh, maybe this trade's better than I thought. I they just signed Odell to that extension. Yeah, I don't know. So you basically got two firsts and a third, even though the one of the firsts was already pre-selected. So who else has been traded? There's one more guy, big receiver traded. Uh, Stephon Diggs. All right, this is the last one I got. Stephon Diggs? They gave up a first, a fifth, and a sixth, and a fourth. You're not, talking about, year. You're not talking about last year, were you? Yeah. March 2020, Bills acquired Stephon Diggs. They did. First, fifth, sixth, next year, fourth. All right, so I guess they did okay. But I'll say it like this. Right? Was I wrong two minutes ago? Perhaps. But let's say this. Is Jabril Peppers a pro bowler, Sadiq? He's a captain. Was that okay? That's it. He can. Okay. So this is my point, right? If you're gonna give up a guy that makes your whole team better, you got to get someone impactful back. And the guys they've gotten back are okay. Part of that is because the Giants haven't done well drafting in about half a decade. They do dumb shit. Yeah, I I don't know, bro. Like. I genuinely was like, damn, like if the Giants get an O line next year and take like and get some pressure up front, they could be like a force. They're kind of annoying right now. They're gonna be a nice little eight nine one team, maybe with more if Daniel Jones blossoms. This one. And then as the off season's unfolding, I just started laughing because I was just like, No, they're not gonna do the the common sense shit. They're just gonna keep adding receivers because as if they can just spread the ball around. Like, who do you have? You have Galladay? Slayton, Shepard, Kadarius Tony, who you just drafted. Ingram, Rudolph, another tight end, a veteran tight end. You saw two tight ends. And then who is it, John Ross? John Ross. He's, he's not playing, though. He's injured. That's seven guys. You could have took the money from Galladay and signed one of the linemen the Patriots signed. You could have taken that pick and drafted a guy. 
And instead, you got another receiver that's, what's he played, like 15, 20 snaps this year, if that? Who you talking about? Tony? Yeah. I don't think he's played that many. That's what I'm saying. He's been, a fa- they said he was going to be the punting guy, and now he's just nobody. Well, with that said, and with the Eagles about to kick off, the Giants' problems are no longer my problems or your problems. It's still mine. Well, yeah, but I was talking to the listeners. Okay. Well, I'll be over here contemplating what I want to do with my uh, my Sundays. Because Giants football is... Uh, I mean, fuck out of here. Giants football till that motherfucking die. You understand me? Fuck the Eagles. Fuck the Cowboys. Fuck the Washington motherfucking football team. Whoever they are. Right? Drink water. Be kind. Don't be racist. Let's go Giants. But anyway. Uh, yeah. I feel bad for Sadiq and you other Giants fans. Go Birds.